I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, but one amazing guest. Yay! <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and our usual table is joined today by one third of the three black halflings, the man with a thousand names, the one and only Jeremy Cobb. Hello! I am Jeremy Cobb, but today you can call me something else that I will not say until we reveal my character's identity. Uh, I am uh, he, him pronouns. As David was saying, I'm one third of the show, Three Black Halflings. We're a D&D podcast. We talk about diversity and representation and also just DMing tips uh, in the fantasy genre and D&D in particular. Uh, it's a fun time. And I am so happy to be here. This is so cool. It's- very uh, as a fan of the show, it is very, it's exciting to have climbed inside of the show itself. <laughs> uh, climb inside. Just, you are more than welcome to climb into this one. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was an arduous but pleasant climb. <laughs> Not too mucky on the way down. Oh, uh, oh God. Um, so are you all ready to meet Jeremy's character? Yes. So, so ready. Maybe. In which case, let's do <laughs> the theme tune. <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, their chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small goals. So 
Sat around a campfire, Juna revealed her tattooed body and explained that one symbol, the seven-petaled flower, marked her as a force from gnomish legend destined to balance the world. Seven were born every seven generations, three for the light, three for darkness, and one to balance each side. And even Juna did not know which path she was on. With Orin musing as to the origins of his own mystical markings, and Enkidu sharing the tattoo of his former companions, Gwendolyn asked Gaius if he too was marked in some way. Cover your ears, Jeremy, if you don't want spoilers. <laughs> the masked bard then revealed his face for the first time to show the mutilated scars he kept hidden beneath. Having disclosed their secrets, the party rested, but not before Enkidu took to the skies, flanked by Ruana and Aggie, Orin's new goosey homunculus. The following day, they arrived in Rudavel, but not before disguising Myra as Gwendolyn's younger sister, Jenny Rose. Exploring the town, the party spotted an argument through a window, realised they had missed the morning ferry, and found passage on a small cargo ship, the Chugalong. <laughs> Captain Halley agreed to transport them to Drostad, and they set to work helping to load her cargo from the Trapper Company. Six crates full of elemental batteries. As the party ferried the crates, they heard the local guard asking after a young girl seen in town, and with Enkidu and Gaius collecting the last of the batteries, they were drawn through a small crowd on the dock by the noise of a hurdy-gurdy and a recognisable character. And that's where we're at. So, Jeremy, Gaius and Enkidu are moving through the crowd. What's happening? Uh, I think the first thing that you would see, bouncing above the heads of the crowd, apparently in the centre of what everybody's surrounding, you would see some feathers bouncing, doing a bit of a jig. Uh, and as you get closer, you would see that these feathers belong to a, a very tall bird with a large, I guess the simplest way to say it is axe-shaped beak that is absolutely getting down with its bad self. Um, underneath <laughs> it, you hear this hurdy-gurdy tune, not entirely dissimilar from the flute section of the song Stonehenge by the band Spinal Tap. Uh, wow. <laughs> <and> <laughs> this, <laughs> this bird with this axe-like beak is just laying it down. And you don't see the source of the music until you get pretty much to the center. Because the source of the music is actually a very, very small individual. He is dressed in relatively fine garb. Not, not super fine, but finer than average. You see that he's wearing... A, a musketeer-style hat with a feather, a sort of dashing feather sticking out of it, and absolutely going ham on this hurdy-gurdy is, in fact, a black halfling with what you can only be described as a blue mustache and a blue afro underneath the hat. Amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> You are right there, Grace? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you! Oh my gosh. No, wait. Oh no, 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 no. Hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. Wait, hang on. what? Hang on. No, hang on. What? Hang on, what? No. No. Whoa. Huh? As the, I guess as the, as the halfling comes to the end of his tune and you see the, the bird fully jump onto its head and do a quick spin before it sort of end in like a full breakdancing pose lying flat on the ground the halfling stands up and says uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming yes, uh, again uh, 
My name is Dwayne Fabulosa, and uh, oh, I love, I'd absolutely love if you could please, if you liked the song, please feel free just to toss some, some gold, copper, I'll take silver, of course, if you have any platinum, I'll take that. Anything that you could spare, please. For me and my partner, Reggie. Oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> Point gosh. the bird, let's out. Oh my gosh! I can't of all the things I was expecting. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, you just hit me in the stomach hard, my friend. Oh my god. <laughs> this is amazing uh, and terrifying at the same oh time. No. I said you recognised him. I did not say you had met him. Uh. <laughs> I know. Me and Daryl literally text each other this morning, just being like, "Who's Enkidu and Guy know together?" <laughs> I messaged David earlier, going, "It has been playing on my mind all week," and he was like, "Oh no, it's someone that they know," and I was like. Oh, okay. Oh, God, God, because I was definitely thinking it might be Dwayne. Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> evil. He's an evil DM. This, this is amazing. This is so freaking amazing. Oh, Let's get God. on with playing. Long Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Guy and Enkidu have got to deal with this. So, yeah, <laughs> Guy and Enkidu, as Dwayne Fabulosa announces himself to the crowd, that feeling like hits both of your stomachs hard. <laughs> what do you do? Gaius, there are, as you know, there are many voices inside my head, and now two of them. Two of them, both of them my own, are saying, one sensible thing to do is to slip from the crowd, keep this between ourselves, and just get across that lake. The other side is saying, fucking kill this guy right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, so just to assess the situation here, mm-hmm. we are skedaddling out of town. Yep. Um, we are seeing our friends, like, long last husband, husband, emphasis on the motherfucking husband, <laughs> Wait, or the guy she skipped out on a wedding for, right? Mm. Oh, no, yeah, 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 because they weren't actually married. I remember now. No, she, she eloped she, with this guy. Yeah, she eloped. Okay, so, like, do we do we let her know that he's here, or do we, like, <gasps> go, no, 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 I, no, no, I mean, like, that was no an way. impressive display, frankly, and I want to know a bit more about that hickory-jiggery thing he's got there, but, oh, God, I don't know what to do. We should probably get back before they come here looking for us. Okay, I'm going to do one thing, though, just to make sure that he's, like, definitely still here in case Gwen wants to, like, come up to speak to him. So just bear with me. Okay. And the guy will, like, part through the crowd towards the front. Ah, sir, you are an exceptional talent. I am well impressed. And so I will gift you a golden coin, sir. And I will throw it into... I don't know if he has... Where am I throwing it into, Jeremy? I've, I've lowered my hat. Uh, and people are able to throw coins in there. Here you are, good sir. And you know what? I am so impressed that uh, I think that my friends would really enjoy hearing your music. So please stay here and I'll drop another gold coin. <laughs> and uh-huh. we will come back and maybe you could give us like an encore if you don't mind. Well, tell your friends to bring their gold coins as well. and <laughs> You've got a deal, my friend. Yeah, no problem, buddy. No problem at all. All right, see you in a bit. And I will like go back to Enkido. Ta-ta! <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I've spent literally 10 seconds with the man, and I kind of get it. <laughs> what? That's all I'm saying. He's got a charm. Anyway, what were we going to do? As, as, as Not even hearing you saying that, but you just glance over and see Dwayne smile, and on his teeth, a little ding of light appears. He's <laughs> <laughs> just looking at various people in the crowd, schmoozing. Mm, I can see what could make him sound compelling. He does look like an excitable, energetic young fellow. Gwendolyn's lived a sheltered life. He looked like... Someone that could take her on an adventure, and that's exactly what happened. She just got over that incident 
back in um, Berrien's field. Yeah. We can't tell her or show show her. Okay, like let's let's walk and talk here because we got we got this big heavy thing. Yeah. Is it sort of like a, a Ross and Chandler thing where we're like <laughs> walking down the dock with like this massive box while talking over it? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, but the thing is, like, it's her choice at the end of the day, man. Like, I think we gotta be honest with it. Like, we're not. What are we gonna do? Just lie to her and say that we saw like some pretty ducks or something? Well, it's not really lying if you don't say anything in the first place. Uh, yeah. She's doing pretty well with Myra. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm all for a lie. I love a lie. There's nothing that I enjoy more than a fib. But this is Gwen we're talking about. This is the guy that she's supposed to be, like, looking around the whole continent for. Uh, you're right. I just thought about if it were me, what would I want to do? I probably would have liked to have known at the time. She is in a better state to hear this kind of news, but... Okay, okay, okay. I- I'll give this to you then. We tell her now, and then she makes that decision. Or we tell her on the other side of the lake, and then she kicks our ass for not telling her <laughs> on this side of the lake. <laughs> And she's a mug, so she can do that. <laughs> you are a persuasive fellow, aren't you? And I narrow my eyes at him. All right, but I see it. I understand. You're definitely a good friend to her. I back this. But I'll let you tell her. I don't know how I would say anything. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and Keely will just snigger a bit like, yeah, got you there, bastard. <laughs> and we'll make our way, I guess, to the gang. As you're sort of strolling away... Dwayne, the conversation sort of starts up with uh, somebody in the crowd about like, oh, where are you travelling to next? Like, are you going to be in town long? Like... What's your plans? Like, that's great music going on. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you. Uh, sadly, I'm not going to be here for very long. I'm actually on my way north, you see, uh, just uh, trying to p- get together enough fun so that I can uh, hit a ride on one of the uh, the barges in the, in the harbour here. So, uh-huh. uh, just heading north, you see, yes. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd put on a little show and <laughs> put my talents to good use. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a right shame. So you're down with, uh, on, with Hallie on her ship, is it? <laughs> Uh, I, I suppose, yes, probably. Uh, which, which ship uh, does Hallie... Oh, right down the end, right down the end. See the chuckle on. See those two blokes yes, carrying that... Yes, uh... OK, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I never <laughs> I never actually asked uh, what Hallie's name was. <laughs> I've just met, you know, it's one of those things. Oh, I mean, she's like, I mean, to ask. be honest, you just see that beautiful red hair and, like, that's all you need to know, innit? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, yeah, it's all I need. If you've got time to play again, like, we'd love to have you over in a tavern. Like, that'd be a great drink for the night. Well, you know, if, if I'm ever down this way again, I might just take you up on that offer. <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah. Well, thanks very much anyway. And he, like, sort of, he chucks another gold piece into into your hat as well. Uh, sort of like gives you a big handshake, gets very excited and like starts <laughs> chatting to his friends and walks up. I have Reggie with an abacus adding up. <laughs> <laughs> holding it in, in one talent, just sort of adding up how much money I make. So. Enkidu and Gaius, as you arrive back at the ship, Orin and Juna are sort of like making their way out of the hold, having been inspecting the crates down there. And you can see Gwendolyn and uh, Myra stood at the... Uh, the bow of the ship, sort of having having been skimming stones. Um, Hallie is sort of moving backwards and forwards, uh, sort of preparing the ship ready to go for as soon as everything's loaded. What are you What are you doing? What do we do? Do we tell her in private? I can probably distract Jenny and you can tell her yourself or is this something the whole group should know? For, I think like, let's just go and tell her. Like, let it, like, she doesn't need to like, you know, air her reaction or whatever to the rest of the gang. True. All right. I'll go talk to uh, Jenny then. Okay, cool. You're going to be, like, close by, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Within earshot. Can we see them having this conversation, David? It's kind of like as they're, like, yeah, it's sort of, like, whispered over the top of their crate as they're carrying it down into the hold. Ah, Jenny? Yeah? I wanted to have a quick word with you. There's something else I wanted to show. Perhaps make a little, another trinket for you. Like what? Hmm, what would you like? Well, 
there's a lot of things that I would like, but I'm not quite sure that you're the one that can make them in the nicest possible way, Enkidu. Well, is that a challenge, Miss Miss Rose? I mean, I would like anything that you make, obviously, but... Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you can make me something, that's fine. Sure. Uh, Come over this way. Um, There's probably better materials down this side of the boat that I can use for the spell. Oh yes, I could probably show you the best materials to make things, because then I'll like it. Definitely like it. (laughs) (laughs) I trust you completely, and I I nod my chin up at a guy like... It's your turn, bro. As a uh, sort of Jenny, she actually takes your hand and leads you down down the ship, Enkidu. <laughs> oh. um, and as she does, she says, "Now, if you wanted to make something for Gwendolyn at the same time, that would be absolutely okay." You know what? That might not be the worst idea I would have heard today. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were in love with her. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said what? Nothing. Nothing. But yeah, the two of you sort of walk toward the other end of the ship. Hey, Gwen. And he'll just slink over. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Uh, grateful that Enkidu is taking care of the babysitting for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... How's the adventure going for you? Hmm? Uh, as in coming to this town? Um, sure, it's interesting. Looking forward to the boat trip. Um... Why? Yeah, well, you know, I just thought, like, you know, you've you've come a long way since when we met in Dentia, you know, and, like, you getting, like, turfed out of that uh, that inn that, you know, um, mm. Dwayne was supposed to be, like, telling you to wait and stay. And I think, you know, you've come on really big as a person. And, like, I was just wondering, like, what do you think of that? Do you agree? Um, <laughs> sure. I suppose I have done a lot of learning and um, I'm growing as a person. What are you getting at, Guy? Okay, so... Hypothetically, and this is hypothetically speaking, if I was Dwayne and I was like right here in front of you now, what would you, what would, what would you say? Um, I really don't know until I'm in the situation. Um. Okay, so the thing is, and I'm trying to be as like delicate as I can here, the situation is here. Because Dwayne's just down there, and I will point down the dock. Down there? Gwendolyn starts storming off in that direction. Okay. And you're not even <laughs> off the boat, and you can see that this little blue afro with a little musketeer's hat <laughs> is walking its way down the dock toward the ship, followed by a fairly large bird axe-beak creature behind it. Can I ask how near we are whilst we're in a, a mm. descriptive moment, like Orin and Juna? Can we see what's going on? Oh, Orin and Juna, I can imagine that, yeah, having come up to, to the top deck... Yeah, like you've you were just having a nice chat and then over over a shoulder again you've seen this 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 glorious halfling approaching the boat. Okay. All of you are suddenly get, seeing the same sight all at once. Oh, and in 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 following in the descriptive spirit, Dwayne's afro is actually shaped similarly to like young Frederick Douglass. So like half of it has kind of been like sort of pinned down and he's got so he's got like a, a big bulge on one half. So the hat sits on the lower half of it, so he's got kind of a cock yes. musketeer hat. Oh, yeah. that's fabulous. It's fabulous, darling. Yeah, that is absolutely. <laughs> Gwendolyn is marching towards Dwayne. She can see him in her sights, and once she's getting to, um, I'm assuming once they're getting to close enough to have some eye contact, she is going to stand with her hands on her hips, and she is going to stare down at him. 
And can you do covers Jenny's ears? Mm-hmm. <laughs> June is running after Gwen, but is obviously quite a way behind her because she's tiny. Uh, DM. Hmm. What does Dwayne see as he looks ahead? So yeah, he's seeing this towering half-orc who he recognises quite strongly sort of standing suddenly in the way on the dock behind coming off of the ship seems to be not only the the guys that were carrying those boxes down but this little gnomish woman coming round it's very old you don't know if you've seen anybody that old before there's a chap uh, absolutely covered in loads of different gadgets and things and goggles on his head the captain there's a a, a red-headed pale freckled human woman stood on deck as well who seems to be watching the sudden commotion from her guests doesn't know quite what to do but is just sort of stood back on the on the on the boat and yeah like whether or not you stop in your tracks or you keep going oh there's also a child in terrible makeup well there's a oh yes there's um there's a child um a nine-year-old girl who yeah and kidu is is covering her ears but she's also got this massive bonnet and she's clearly been disguised to look more like Gwendolyn, but with some questionable makeup choices. <laughs> and her, her hair's been painted green in a yeah. really terrible way as well. Dwayne, Dwayne sees that and decides to look the other way on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a thread we'd best not pull. That is, that is a, it's a bad, bad, bad disguise is what it is, yeah. Dwayne's going to shoot a look up at Reggie, who is still walking next to him, and give him a wink. And then... I'd like to make it look as though I've just kind of caught sight of Gwendolyn. So it's kind of like I was sort of gazing off into the middle distance, turned, and and, uh, as I turned, oh, Gwendolyn, darling, you're here. Just as I, just as I had hoped. Uh, And I'm going to drop my hurdy-gurdy, begin weeping, and rush forward, arms outstretched, <laughs> and like hug Gwendolyn um, by, I guess, the knees. Definitely shorter than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing height, darling. I'm losing height. <laughs> it's it's no, it, it, ever wait. since I've lost you, it's like everything in my life has gotten small. My dearest. No, Gwendolyn. no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Gwendolyn pushes him away from her. This is no time to darling me. You disappeared without a word since you've disappeared. You took my money. I've not been able to find you. I've searched everywhere for you. And you seem to be perfectly fine and healthy right now. What on earth happened to you? My dear. As he starts talking, Juna pokes him with the end of her quarterstaff, which has got like an amethyst orb on, (laughs) takes a massive deep breath, looks him square in the eye, because they're probably similar height, and says, where do you get off? Turning up like this here. You left her back there. You've ruined her life. What do you think you're doing? This is despicable behaviour. I cannot believe you have the audacity to come here and pretend that everything's all right. You have no idea what this young woman has been through, what she's had to overcome since you left her. And she's not the only one you've screwed over since you left her. You have been going left, right and centre, ruining everybody's lives. You just, you you don't think that's what you do. You ruin lives. You're, you're a despicable young man. I can't believe if you've got the audacity to even look at her. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Huh? Huh? Uh, with- I can't believe you've done this. This is some of the most... I am 200 years old and this is some of the worst behaviour I have ever seen. So, can you explain yourself? With... You have the nerve to turn up here. You have no idea what this young lady has been through. No idea. Oh, no idea. Her. 
I don't care what you look like. I don't care how fantastic you look, Dwayne Fabulosa. This, and she just stops. It's the first time ever she's just stopped talking. <laughs> and she steps to one side and lets them have their moment. Dwayne has been taking, like, in-breaths to start speaking. <laughs> now he just sort of pauses. Just like... <laughs> Reggie is also sort of, like, leaning around, looking just like, oh. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. Uh, are, are you finished? Juna just turns away. Dwayne's eyes fill with tears as he looks up at Gwendolyn and says, My dear, I don't know what you have been told, but things are not what they seem. You see, when I left you, I was captured. Oh! By agents of the Vondale family. <laughs> They, they wished to keep me as their own personal performing monkey. They'd heard tales of my, of my talents and my abilities, and, and it was only by the grace of our goddess of death that I was able to get away. I, I, I tried. I've been wasting away ever since I left you. I begged with them. I pleaded. I, I sobbed. You can see. I take off my hat. And I say, you can see, my hair is thinner than when I last saw you. My hair started falling out. Uh, I quickly put it back on to hide the fact that my hair is, if anything, thicker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to take this moment to insight check him, please. Absolutely. Uh, um, should, I, Dwayne, should I roll an opposed Yeah, you make deception. a roll. It's up to you whether or not it's persuasion or deception. You don't have to let us know. Okay. Can Reggie? Give me the help action by also looking very sad through all of this. Yes, like looking just very pitiful, yeah. sad bird through this whole. Give yourself bird. advantage. Okay. I rolled twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dwayne, depending on what it is you wrote, again, you don't have to let us know. Okay. What does Juna take from what you've just said? I won't tell you what specifically I rolled, mm-hmm. but the number was a twenty-six. <laughs> um, so you, you see <laughs> you see an incredibly contrite man you see a broken man as you look at his his afro as he showed it to you you had thought it looked very very lush looking like when you first saw him but when he takes his hat off with all of this yeah you know it did kind of look kind of thin uh, and this this dude uh. appears to have never been more sincere in his life. <laughs> These are real tears that are just pouring. They're actually starting to fill up his mustache, which is very curly. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Dwayne looks up and he Amazing. says, I, 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 did, I did my level best to, 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 to speak to them. I, I pleaded with them. It was, it was finally Heroica. Heroica who showed me mercy and... And and allowed pretended that we were together so that we could leave the Vondels is in secret, and I was able to escape. Well, not in secret, but we were. I was able to escape. You see, it's only since then that I've been trying everything that I in my power to to get back to you, my dearest. I I approached in a forest a hag who used a spell to foretell that you would be. Heading in a northward direction from this very port, and so I have arrived here, trying to get enough money to give you the life that you deserve and pay you back your fifty gold 
pieces. <laughs> I think his story lines up. That sounds that sounds completely believable to I wanna me. I want to ask DM how how many gold pieces did I get from my performance? Oh, um, because I got at least one from God. Yeah, we'll say so seventeen altogether. <laughs> 17? seventeen altogether, oh, yeah. like That's and a, a few problem. copper thrown in there. Okay, a bit of like sort of pocket shrapnel thrown in. Yeah, Bard's first question: How much money did I get for my last performance? <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, spoken like a cast of actors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hold out my hat with the seventeen gold and a few copper and say, "This is what I've been able to scrape together since I escaped." You don't need to forgive me. I understand. I, I should never have left you in the first place. Please, would you accept this as as what you are rightfully owed? And I promise you, my dear, there is more coming. Gwendolyn is just like her mind is racing and she just snatches the money off him. I hear that Heroica had quite a different story and that uh, you actually stole money from Heroica and left him stranded. What do you have to say to that? Heroica was simply doing his part to help me maintain my uh, cover, you see. If if the Vondel faction knew that Heroica was in on it with me, they would have... Heroica certainly would have faced consequences as well. It was I who told Heroica to, to tell that story. I, I assure you, it's not true. I have nothing but affection for Heroica. He's a very, very kind man, very sweet and tender, and and it was, it was ever so. I, I, I simply can't go on. It's look, I, I've lost so much, and just the, even I haven't, I, I can't say I've gained anything back exactly, but just seeing you fills me with such joy and hope for the future. Gwendolyn, could you ever find it within yourself to forgive me? I honestly don't know whether to believe you or not, Duane. I have been dreaming about seeing you again for such a long time, and and now you're here in front of me and begging for my forgiveness, and I, I just don't know if I can believe you or not. I I want to. Trust me, I, I really do, but... I just don't understand how it took you so long to find me again, and I just don't, I just don't know. Um. Well, you don't have to know now. In fact, perhaps you don't ever have to know. I I don't want to pressure you. Look, uh, I was planning on taking this ship, this cargo ship, north. (sighs) Judging by where you're coming from, I presume that you and your companions uh, were also uh, planning on taking the same vessel. Perhaps while we're aboard, we can use the time to let the healing begin. We can catch up. We can, we can, I can give you more details about where I was and you can tell me about your adventures. Dwayne is going to reach up and take I guess he can reach maybe one of Gwendolyn's middle fingers. Just like grab <laughs> one of the fingers. He's going to take it in both of his she's, hands. She's very tall. Yeah. He's going to jump up and grab onto... I'm like twice her. as high, aren't I? Yeah. He's just going to jump up and grab one of her hands and kind of hang there, looking up at her with the, with the light glinting off of his now waterlogged mustache. 
Uh, says, can, you, can you find it within yourself to spend some time with this poor failure of a man, a broken down halfling? Gwendolyn looks into those eyes and that beautiful blue hair and that moustache that tickles when they kiss and she remembers that. And she looks at those eyes that almost seem to wink even though they're not winking because they're just so charming. And um, she says, I'll think about it. And she takes her hand back. And she gives him a little slap. Can I roll roll a dexterity saving throw to not completely fall? Yeah, go for it. That's a four. (laughs) I don't think think my dex save is high enough to get me to anything. Like, you fall prone. So the slap, even like Gwendolyn has to fully bend down to you on the floor to like slap you. Do I have to roll to slap him? No, with him on the floor, that's automatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne lets it happen. Yeah. Uh, I look up. I, I put my hand to my mustache, take it away, uh, glittering now with tears. Uh, and I say, I deserved that. I dare say I, I deserve much more. You certainly do. She's not quite sure if she's flirting or threatening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she offers a hand to help him back up. Dwayne, as he's standing up, looks at Reggie uh, and gives him kind of an eyebrow raise like, hmm. <laughs> and who is this new companion you have with you? Oh, yes. Well, in my travels, I came upon a wonderful, uh, a wonderful little bag of tricks, I suppose, the best word for it. You see, and I take out this tan bag uh, and I say, you see, this bag contains, well, you know what? It's better if I show you. Reach a hand into this bag, my dear. And I open the bag uh, and hold it. Gwendolyn kind of looks to her friends around her and puts her hand in. Gwendolyn, you feel a little round fuzzy ball. It's completely dry. It's just a little round fuzzy ball that's in there. Okay. She takes it out? Yes. Give it a little toss. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's perfectly innocent, guys. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> you can't say the word ball and then the word toss without a laugh. into the bag, grab the fuzzy yes. ball. Gwendolyn gives it a toss. <laughs> okay. I will roll a D eight real quick. Mm, you, yeah, you've got the table. Okay, okay so the, the ball bounces along the ground and then you see a puff of smoke and in where the ball was a full-grown tiger is standing there <gasps> and it looks at you and goes wow and i say yes well, hello there i turn and I say it's all right it's all right oh it's my friend that's winthrop Winthrop, okay. Yes. Gwendolyn is having like flashbacks to the panther in the woods and just a little bit <laughs> nervous. She clearly looks very nervous about like if it's going to attack her. I, I say, show her your friendly, Winthrop. Uh, Winthrop sits down, gives like a big smile and holds out a paw. Just like, <laughs> like a big tooth, like a really, like it, it's normally what like a threat sign. But in this case, Winthrop just like gives like a, and holds out a paw <laughs> for you to shake. She reaches out and she shakes the paw. <laughs> yeah, he, he lets you shake it. 
I think at this point, Ruana, who is uh, currently a goose, <laughs> comes and sort of, yeah, just sort of flaps around Win- Winthrop. Uh, Winthrop, like, <laughs> was, like, looking at Gwen and then just, uh, like, starts to, like, follow this goose. And is like, easy there, Winthrop. Winthrop, are you any relation to the Wingthrops? Winthrop just kind of looks at you and turns his head. Like, That's right, he- doesn't understand. Uh, no, of course not. No, no, no. Just uh, very similar. Just want to check, you know. Um, gosh, uh, oh, uh, Gwendolyn realizes she's not really breathing. <laughs> uh, I think I I might need to catch my breath a little. Um, I suppose, Dwayne, I should introduce you to everyone. Uh, obviously, Juna, you've already had quite a piece of her mind. Mm. <laughs> yes, and uh, this is my good friend Gaius, also a talented bard like yourself. Uh, yes, we've met. <laughs> Hello there. Oh. Hello. Interestingly, he was offered a job at the Vondells and he just walked away. <laughs> well, perhaps the Vondells realise the error of their way. Perhaps. Maybe we should ask them. Oh, no, we can't. They're dead. Oh, okay, yep. I had yep. not heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's something we heard about in the grapevine. Like it's been yeah. the talk of the town all over the places and yeah, stuff. Something like something like that. Mm-hmm. It just you know the news kind of spread that they were no longer in Tillersham. Yeah, yeah. It's this guy who who say, say he heard it from another guy who say he heard it from another guy from a tavern or somewhere like that. Yeah, that's how we found out. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll give a glaring look towards Juna. <laughs> yeah, hmm. that. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. Do you know if Heroica is all right? Gwendolyn oh. looks to Orin and uh, Juna. He seemed fine. A bit frosted, but fine. Pretty annoyed. Very angry at you. Yeah. And he well. doesn't like being called Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> No. no, he doesn't. He doesn't like us calling you Dwayne Johnson. He wasn't very happy with us when we met him. Come out. Yes. Well, uh, he he it was. I suppose Dwayne Johnson was never something that I went by, but he did once refer to me as the Rock. Uh, I won't say why. Uh, but anyway, did uh, he ever ask you what you were cooking? No, I, they hadn't mm. hired me for my cooking skills. Uh, but I would love to learn if any of you. Anyway, uh, we're getting sidetracked. It's wonderful. But he to wasn't meet very you. happy with you, basically. Is yes. the long and the short of it. Heroica is a very convincing actor, much like I'm sure yourself, guy. We as bards, you know. Uh, wonderful to meet you all, uh, Dwayne Fabulosa. I, I'm ever so sorry. It, it seems as though I've caused all of you some distress, and I don't know how I can ever repay you for for uniting. Me with Gwendolyn and keeping my darling Gwenny safe. Well, um, I suppose my price would be two gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn just passes the hat with the golden t- uh, guy, all of it. Wow. And the hat. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, I can get another. <laughs> and I believe you have one thing backwards, friend. We didn't keep Gwendolyn safe. It's the other way around. Oh. Gwendolyn looks at Inkidu like, okay. Well, Gwendolyn, I... I- I knew that you were a tough customer, but I I had no idea that you were... Are you these people's uh, protector, bodyguard? It's a team effort, but I have found that I have quite ample skills um, when it comes to uh, combative situations. It seems uh, the way I've been trained growing up is actually rather useful uh, in those situations. So um, I have uh, killed an owlbear and uh, a few... 
zombie deers and a um a zombie panther. Well, yeah, she kicks ass. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Oh, I, I always knew that you had ample skills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, whilst sort of the the conversation is happening uh, in Kidu, you just feel uh, Myra tug your hand a little bit. And first of all, she says, "Is it Gwendolyn's ex?" Um, <laughs> sort of. His situation is a uh, very complex, but oh, I love it. it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, next thing, um, uh, th- th- there seem to be some guards coming towards us. What? Should I hide downstairs? Uh, yes, that would be a good idea. Okay. Um, and so, so uh, yeah, whilst like sort of everyone's sort of edging toward the boat anyway, you just see Myra just walk downstairs into the hold. I'm sure, you don't say downstairs when you're talking about a boat, but below decks. <laughs> below, below, deck. below decks. That's the one. So she heads below deck, uh, and yeah, as sort of you're all edging closer and closer toward the boat, there are there's three or four guards that seem to be approaching, which you can all see just over Dwayne's shoulder. Shall we take this on the boat? Yes, yes, let's all go into the boat, everyone. It's about time we shoved off. Why are we doing that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Okay, come on, everyone. Let's go onto the boat. Yep. Come on, Winthrop, Reggie. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. These guys are coming as well? Oh, well, I- I'd feel remiss if I were to leave them. Don't worry. They'll be perfectly fine. They're very well trained. We do have a horse. Oh, lovely. <laughs> How big is this boat? <laughs> that was a weird... That was a weird... Is that the brag. first thing Oren said know, this like, episode? Oh, okay. <laughs> <Brag. Right. laughs> sure. Congratulations. That was like the near equivalent of like the Old Spice advert where he's like, I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. Dwayne <laughs> <laughs> is going to like have Winthrop offer a paw and he's going to use the paw as a stepping block to sort of step onto Winthrop's back. Oh, I will say, Reggie, I think you asked Daryl how tall Reggie is. Reggie's like a solid seven feet. He's a big bird. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Is he kind of like the bird from um, Up? Yeah. Go watch that. Yeah. 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 That's exactly like what I was imagining. Like a much looking beak. Or big yeah. bird. Or the jump yeah, bird big... from Lewis Carroll. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like the chopper bird Galpin. from Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I picture it. The moa from real life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring real life into this. <laughs> yeah, so you're all sort of like hurriedly getting on, but um, one of the guards sort of steps forward, sort of walnut skin. Uh, he's wearing, they're all wearing the same sort of like flat caps sort of to, to mark them all uh, as guard. But one chap, he walks forward, he goes, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> uh, there's been word that there was a young lady seen uh, on the boat uh, or on a boat nearby. Round here. Uh, none of you have seen anything, have you? I'm the youngest lady on this boat. Yeah, sometimes I get mistaken for a young lady because <laughs> I'm quite small. I thought I um, saw something like that in the tavern in Beck in Town. And I'll try and describe the tavern that we were drinking at earlier oh, on. Oh, yes! Yes, he's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, the water's yeah. edge. Yeah, there's like a group of people hanging around this little girl. I just thought that was really weird. Yeah. Trying to be secretive and stuff, is that... You sure? Uh, we, we were told that they were uh, perhaps... Um, down on this boat is the thing traveling traveling with uh, with a, a nice orcish lady so oh no I, us- th- I think i think Dwayne seeing that this is happening and his having seen a little girl is like ah like, oh no i i think you might be mistaken this is the the chugger long yes you see you're looking for the chugger lug yeah that's the chugger it's right <laughs> down the pier Right down the pier. Shut Just keep up. going. Turn left. <laughs> you right down. So, so you've seen a young girl at the uh, the tavern, and you've seen 
You think they're down at the Chuggalug? Yes, yes. Yeah? Can one of you make a persuasion check with advantage? <laughs> I'll, I'll go for it. Go on, Let Dwayne. Dwayne. Do it. Let Dwayne do it. Okay. Can't believe Dwayne's here. That's a 24. Oh, 24, hot yeah. Sort of, they, the guys have a word. Oh, thank you for your assistance. Uh, sorry for bothering you. We'll, we'll be checking out the Chuggalug. And they all sort of turn and carry on walking down the boat. You can hear it I don't think I've ever heard of a chuck-a-lug. <laughs> I'm definitely sure he said chuck-a-long. Juna turns to Dwayne with a look of like, that she was really impressed for the first time since they've met. He gives them all a smile, a wink and a little ding with the, with the teeth again. David, can I ask, how much of the earlier conversation between the two of them did the rest of us hear? Uh, between Dwayne and Gwendolyn? Dwayne and Gwen. Oh, I'd say all of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> it was very much sort of like, on display, you could almost see some like passers-by also stopping or <laughs> slowing down to like listen in <laughs> at the same Someone time. Someone throwing a gold coin. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the drama of this situation was too pure for anybody to miss. <laughs> but uh, Hallie sort of looks at looks at Dwayne uh, and says, "So is um is he go- are you going to be joining us, sir?" Uh, well, yes. Well, I'm at least coming aboard the vessel. I don't know. I I turn to Gwendolyn. I don't know if I'm. Perhaps welcome to join the group itself, but for the time being, we will be uh, bosom buddies, so to speak. (laughs) Yes, I think um, we should make this journey together and give ourselves ample time to... um... Yes, let's, let's, can we go, actually? I think this is a good time to move the boat. Yes, if you're, if you're already, I've unloaded and stuff, so uh, i Thank you so go. much. I'm just uh, thinking payment from all of you is the thing. Did I, t- did I collect it? Or... Guy, uh, uh, there's plenty of money in that hat, if you could just, um... Uh, yeah, sure, how much is it for all of these lions and tigers and bears? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's normally just a gold piece per person, uh, so that's two, three, four, five, six, seven for the little one. Eight for the horse, nine, ten altogether with the two extra animals. Okay, that seems fair. I'll give the gold coins from the hat. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, well, if you're ready, uh, settle in and uh, we'll get going, shall we? Should take six to seven hours or so to get to get to the other side. Sure. Oh, that is a long time all on a boat together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bottle episode, baby! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope it will be enough time for us. <laughs> yes, uh, I think I'm just going to go to the front of the ship for a little while, actually. Um, Gaius, could you take the money out of the hat and give Dwayne back his hat? I'll see you in a little bit, okay? Gwendolyn walks to the ship and just, like, slowly hyperventilates. Okay. June is definitely going to follow her so badly. <laughs> Recreate the Titanic moment. Okay, yeah, sorry, buddy. Your hat doesn't fit my um, head, so, uh, of course, and Trust me, it looks a lot better on you. I can see that you've uh, worked quite hard in this ensemble, and I must say it's doing a... How do you do the twinkle thing, can I just ask? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, a magician never reveals his secrets. And as I say that, both of my eyes, my teeth, and my my (laughs) mustache all twinkle. (laughs) Dazzling. Damn it. And now we'll walk off. (laughs) Halley sets to sort of like pulling up the plank sort of setting up the sail and stuff and it's not long before the ship pulls out of the dock as you're all sort of gathered around the the top deck looking out back toward Rudavel as it sort of like disappears slowly into the distance Dwayne something catches your attention no what does Arthur look like oh well uh, Arthur was <sighs> Arthur was a halfling just like me uh, very handsome uh, Arthur is a uh... Let's see. 
blonde hair, uh, rather wavy, and uh, blue eyes, and rather dark skin as well, just slightly lighter than mine, and very handsome, very handsome, real kindly look. You see him stood on the dock, just staring out toward you. And then as the the boat pulls further and further away across Lake Trevain, he steps down off of the dock onto the water and just starts walking. Uh, Dwayne is going to let out and immediately run to... Who's... Who's driving the boat? Sorry, who is driving the boat? Uh, yeah, hello. Hello there. How much would I need to pay you for us to go faster? Very, very fast. I mean, I could turn the sails a little bit more into the wind, but it's not... As into the wind as you can go. I mean, What's the matter? What's happened? Oh, did nothing. It's just... I just felt a... I want to feel the rush of the sea. <laughs> really? This is a lake, buddy. The rush of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you're most likely to feel the rush right at the front there with the uh, with the young lady. I, yes, I want to give her her space. <laughs> I can put myself sort of in a central position. Please, if I look, how much really? How much would I need to give you in order to kind? Of, you know. I mean, the, it goes as fast as the wind. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll try. I'll try and get us a little faster, all right? Don't you, don't you leave it with me, and I'll try. Dwayne, Dwayne wishes that he knew some kind of wind spell. Like, he just sits there and like, damn it. Right. <laughs> he's just going to glance back out at the water to see. Uh, is, is Arthur still there? Uh, yeah, he's still there. Like, the boat is moving much, much faster than him. He is just walking at a, actually quite a slow pace slowly like pursuing this boat but he is definitely on the water and is not stopping in fact even as the boat turns slightly uh, to catch more of the wind you can just see that his his own trajectory just turns slightly so that it's always in a direct line to you right uh, well uh, just going to you know i'm absolutely bush i'm just going to sit down for a moment uh, Dwayne's just gonna like put his back against the mast, sink to the ground, and then call uh, Winthrop over, just sit next to him so that he can sort and put like a paw around him so he can be like feel safe. Uh, <laughs> so you just see like a little. I think all that's really visible is a head, like a head with a hat on it, <laughs> under, behind this gigantic tiger. <laughs> Amazing. This is adorable. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. How awesome is Jeremy Cobb? If you haven't already, do go and check out Three Black Halflings. It is such a wonderful show. I can't tell you how chuffed I am that we have Jeremy on our show when I am listening to Three Black Halflings so often. It's so good, so do yourself a favour. Go and find them wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to them or follow them, whatever it is that your particular app or uh, podcasting platform asks you to do, do it. Go and check out their Patreon, and of course they're on social media, so you can find them at TB Halflings. I'd also love to take this opportunity to congratulate Jeremy Unati and Jasper on recently joining the HeadGum Podcast Network. Such super exciting news for Three Black Halflings, so sending you big love and big roles 
from all of us here at No Small Roles. And whilst we're on the subject of celebration, a very happy birthday to the man behind our favourite artificer, Ben Galpin. Not only is he an incredibly talented actor and super handy tech wizard, but he is also a truly excellent human whom we would all be lost without. So many happy returns to you, Ben. And both our birthday boy Ben and the delightful Daryl will be asking your questions for No Small Questions this month. So do make sure you send them to us via social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook by searching No Small Roles. As usual, Patreons will be invited to join us this time on Wednesday the 17th of March at 8pm GMT. So if you too want to hang out and ask your burning questions about Orin and Enkidu directly, why not sign up to our Patreon? Talking of Patreon, it's my great pleasure to shout out our newest Patreon. Huge thanks to the wonderful Dominic. Dominic has been listening to us since we began back in August and we are so grateful for your continued support. Dominic, you are amazing. And before my heart bursts with any more joyous news, I think I'll just say that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the action. So, during this journey, what are you all doing? You've got six hours on this boat. And yeah, after a good half hour or so the Rudderville you can't even see it really on the on the, the shoreline it's so small and so distant the weather is nice it's mid-afternoon it's fairly sunny so in that it's quite nice just to sit up on the top deck and the breeze is is cold as it's coming across the water but it's it's not uncomfortable and Keely would probably have got a uh, Myra out from below decks mm-hmm. and once the coast is clear so she can at least uh, see the atmosphere hmm and she does, especially realizing that she's out of out of sight of the town. She sort of like takes off her disguise. She yeah. takes off the bonnet, dips her hand over the the side of the boat, grabs some water, and tries to get the green out of her hair. Tries to make herself look like herself again. Sure. And the whole time she's doing that, she's just like, "So in Kidu, yes. who is the man? And also, does that mean that Gwendolyn? I mean, it's not that I know, but like I think we both know what I know. So." <laughs> Like, what are you going to do about it, Enkidu? What am I going to do about it? This is... Yes, what are you going to do about it? This is nothing to do with me. Um, I think it is a lot to do with you, Enkidu. You could lose her. What? <laughs> what are you saying? I lose... I... What? I think you know what I'm saying, Enkidu, and you're being very coy about it. But I think now is not the time to be coy. He is a very, 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 very handsome man. Okay, here is one thing to get straight. You are talking about... Two adults, both of which <laughs> make their own decisions. Gwendolyn made her decision, is ma- in the process of making a decision about what to do about Dwayne. That is completely up to her. Whether the others, yes, the others, not just me, have anything to do with that decision, that is up to her. I'm not going to initiate anything or contribute anything unless Gwendolyn wants. I, to be honest, have no idea what to do about this. I do not trust this guy. Do not trust him for the the effect he has had on her. Seems very nice though. But yeah, he he is a handsome bloke. I mean, 
he's he's literally glowing. He's literally <laughs> glowing. He sparkles. <laughs> Goodness sake. But <sighs> this is Gwendolyn's choice. But there's a life lesson to be learnt in this. Mm-hmm. To err, to error is human. But to forgive is divine. And it will cost Gwendolyn a lot of herself to forgive this man for what he's done to her. What did he do exactly? Uh, let's just say she took a bet on having a more interesting life with this man. And he left her. He left her alone in the world. And she's had to find herself on that journey with us. Before she completes that journey, he comes back into her life. So she's a lot going on for her right now. And given the history between Gwendolyn and myself, we've not... So there is history between <laughs> Not the kind you're fishing for, young lady. Well, I'm just looking out for the, you both because you're both very nice people and you're helping me quite a lot. And I think, I think it would be a really nice way to describe you to people if I said, oh, well, this lovely couple. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Uh, considerate? Oh, gosh. Should I go and have a word with him? Uh, I'll go and have a word with him. <laughs> she walks over toward the mast. Excellent. This little oh, human girl, sort of tan skin, short black bob, comes over and stands like directly in front of you, Dwayne. Looks over the sort of the tiger's paw and just goes, ahem. <laughs> uh, Dwayne slowly looks up. Yes. <laughs> what is it, my dear? You're a very handsome man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you seem a, a very cute young girl. Okay. <laughs> Was that, would you like Do to, you uh, still love Gwendolyn? Oh, sorry, what? Do you still love Gwendolyn? Oh. Deeper than anything in the world. Deeper than the deepest ocean. Taller than the tallest mountain. More... Hence, then the hottest flame does my love for Gwendolyn rage. Her mouth drops open. (laughs) (laughs) She looks over at Enkidu. She says, you've got no hope. (laughs) And sort of sits down, like just flops away onto the tiger. Um, And just starts like fiddling with a little, little contraption that she's working on. What are you working on there? My dear. I'm just building stuff. Don't mind me. It's not something you'd understand, even though you're very pretty. <laughs> Can you tell me again how I'm really cute? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I think the first thing I noticed was your general face shape. I've never seen a face quite so perfectly round before. And, and then the next thing I noticed was your cute little button nose. <laughs> it's it's like button. positively adorable. I don't know which of your parents you got it from, but... Whoever it was, they, they did a good job. <laughs> At the uh, the mention of her parents, she sort of, she stops being so happy. It's just an air of like, it drops slightly. She stops fiddling. My, my dear, I, I would hate to pry, but have you suffered a loss? You seem a bit stricken. Can I trust you, Mr. Fabulosa? I am. The most trustworthy man you've ever met in your life. I completely believe you, actually. (laughs) I'm a little bit worried that my parents are not my parents anymore. Mm -hmm. Whatever do you mean? Well, it's very hard to describe, but they came home from... Well, they came home about a a month ago, and they said... Well, they didn't say. They just... I don't think they're them since they came back. Mummy used to do this thing where when she'd give me a cuddle, she'd 
rub her nose in my hair. And when they came back and they, she gave me a cuddle, she didn't do that. Mm. So I don't think... It's very hard to describe. You, you Have you think... ever thought someone was somebody that they weren't, or perhaps that they weren't who they said that they were? Oh, yes. I, I certainly do. My dear, there are creatures in this world that can assume other forms. I don't know if it's what has happened to your parents, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. You said they went away somewhere. Mm, yes. Uh, have you told the rest of the group this? I told Gwendolyn, because I also trust her, and I think perhaps if uh, you love her as much as you say you love her, then maybe she likes you a little bit as well. So maybe that's why I trust you, because you like her so much. Mm. Well, I certainly hope she likes me. Should we perhaps discuss this with Gwendolyn? Well, yes. Should, we, should I take you to her? Yes, please. Gwendolyn, what have you been up to? I have been working out. I have mm. been doing push-ups. I have been doing <laughs> sit-ups. I've like been uh, like getting Juna to just like count how many I'm doing, and mm. and then I've been finding whatever I can to just like punch. Like she is just <laughs> getting out all her physical everything. She is sweaty. She's taken off layers of her clothes. She's basically just like in her bloomers corset and like under shirt full on like workout like whew, she's trying to get it all out because otherwise she's going to scream in between juna keeps being like so do you want to do you want to talk about it do no. you want to do you want to <laughs> why don't no. we talk about your feelings juna can i uh, use you as a, a balance to weight <laughs> like maybe <laughs> what? like just kettle belling juna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like getting her to help me with like anything like take take this layer of clothing like can you get me some water can't talk about things right now i imagine juna like with a towel around her neck and a whistle <laughs> at this point and just like being like yeah go go Amazing. go <laughs> juna never gives up being like so do you want to talk now do you, no. like now no, maybe no, now no, you want to talk no, about it no 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 thank you juna. thank you juna thank you thank you so much and thank you for everything you said to Dwayne. but i I just need to try and get this out of my body before I hurt him physically. I Do don't... you believe him? I really don't know. I think I want to believe him. I'm not sure if I do. I, I still love him. However misguided this love might be, I, I don't know. I want to forgive him. I don't know if I should. I, I'm not sure he's the person I think he is, if that makes sense. Mm. He's giving the show of being that person, but I think that there's, there must be something else going on for him to have stayed away all that time. I think I agree with you. Yeah. As you're having this brief conversation, Myra walks up to you, followed by Dwayne. Myra says, Gwendolyn. Oh, uh, Gwendolyn's just a little bit embarrassed, but y yes, Jenny. Uh, I was telling Dwayne all about my parents, like I told you, and he said that perhaps we should all talk together, and I thought that's a lovely idea because he's so nice. Uh, you think he's nice to you? Yes, I do. Well, um, sorry, I should start calling you Myra again now, yes? Well, yes, I, I think it's okay. Yes, Myra, I think, I think if everybody knows what's going on, then we can all help you better, and if Dwayne suggested that, then that was a very good idea. He's got lots of good ideas, actually. Yes. Lots of romantic ideas. Really? Yes. 
Out oh. of nowhere, Juna starts punching the punch bag. Gwen's like, <laughs> been punching. Like, this is much a great smaller ship. Indent. I would love to be on this boat that has a punch bag on the boat. Imagine how ridiculous that is to hit. Sand and like, stuff. No, you've, taken yeah. sand, you've taken like rope yeah. that you've like bound this yeah. thing in. Yeah. Yes. Well, he he said that I'm I'm very pretty, and so he must be telling the truth. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you are very pretty, of course, so... See, exactly, that's what I thought, and that's why I knew. Well... Anyway, uh, uh, perhaps we should all have a conversation. Yes. Gwendolyn can't be asked to put her clothes back on. She's just staying like this. She's hot. She's just, like, she's still, like, overheating emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks really badass, like, you know, th- th- she's still, like, pretty covered. She's in, like, full-on, like, bloomers and everything, so she's, st- like, she's not inappropriately dressed. So after after sort of everyone gathers together, Myra explains what she explained to Gwendolyn the other night about her parents having come back different after a, a family meeting in the Wingthrop workshop up in the Golden Forest. Sort of she explains what she knows about the, the, the workshop, that not only is it a place for the family to gather, it's a place for family members to be tested on their intelligence and also a occasionally... Uh, a, a place to heal the most wounded people that the, the normal institutions that, that the Wingthrops have can't deal with. The people that are incredibly badly wounded that need like an even higher degree of prosthetics. Uh, they quite often do get taken to the workshop, but though it's very rare. Uh, but sort of she, she explains it all to, to the entire boat. Even Hallie is sort of like looking over her shoulder as she's like steering the ship like... <laughs> yeah, sort of Myra explains everything and sort of nods and stares at the whole crew. Wow. Myra, would you would you be willing or want to go to the workshop? I'm not allowed to, I'm too young. You're too young, why? Well that's well when the wingthrups when if you're a wingthrup and, and you reach the age of eighteen, then you go for your first testing to see if you've learnt enough and to see if, if you're intelligent enough. And and then the family find a place for you after that. A place? You mean like a job that the family needs? Yes, something to, to work. Like the best way that the family can use you, so to speak. Right. But I'm not quite. I'm not. I'm only. I'm only nine. So I. I can't. I can't go there yet. Oh. But that's why I thought I'd go ask Ferrisine. She. She's seventeen, so she'll be going very soon. And I thought perhaps she could go and look. Hmm. Well, we could get you in there. But I'm not allowed in, Kidi. <laughs> Well, no one has to know. I don't want to sneak in. What if there are spoilers? Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to know the answers before I sit the test, Enkidu. No? I'm very intelligent. I can definitely ace the test anyway. Sure. But, uh, you know, this could be your chance for adventure. I'm not sure I want adventure. I just want answers. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Did they ever let visitors into this place? No. And... I probably shouldn't be telling you about it anyway, but but Dwayne says that he's trustworthy, or at least I trust Dwayne, and and he said that I we I should talk to everybody, and 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 so I have. Well, maybe we could try and visit. I wonder. I don't know if this is a bit of a strange idea, but Orin, yeah, you don't really know where you came from, and you have skills that line up with the Wingthrups, perhaps. We could introduce you as a long-lost Wingthrop, and perhaps that would get us entry somehow. Nobody would believe he's a Wingthrop. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, just look like, at I, his I just, work. I it's just not touch. very... <laughs> oh, gosh. I just, like, <laughs> clap Orin in the back of, like, look, mate, I'm sure she meant well. 
I'm not so sure. Just don't worry about it. I mean, we could definitely try to disguise him. Everybody did such a good job disguising me. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just an idea to throw into the pot if we want to find a way to get in there. It sounds like getting close to it is the only way we're going to find out what happened to your parents, potentially. I'll have to think about it because I think... I still think perhaps you shouldn't go, but maybe Ferrisine should. But I thought I would let you know what's happening in case you wanted to help her. And do you trust Ferrisine? Yes, definitely. Okay. Maybe we should get to Ferrisine first. Would be very interesting to to meet her. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully she's as pleasant as you. (laughs) So she just narrows her eyes at you, Orin. I narrow mine back at her. Dwayne's just like, well, this has been a good talk. <laughs> Shall we have some music? <laughs> he starts playing an- another jaunty sailing tune on his hurdy-gurdy, which is just cover for him casting pestidigitation to try and blow gusts of wind against the <laughs> sails to get the ship to go slightly faster. <laughs> Guy will also, like, reluctantly, but he will, like, look out towards the ocean. He's been spending this whole time sort of, like, been looking over the side of the ship thinking about the conversations of the other night and then trying to flash a smile at the water just try and get that glint in his teeth <laughs> as hard as he can and then he will like look down and realise that his foot is tapping along to the hurdy-gurdy sound and then it will go up his leg and eventually like his like hips will start to move and then he'll start to eventually realise he's doing almost a jig to it and he goes I can't help it and he like whips out his lute and starts playing along as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as subtly as he can Kiri will lean back, will lean as close as he can to, to Guy, and then press the digitate his teeth so they have a little, little, little shine. <laughs> Gwendolyn's just watching Dwayne and going, I love him, I don't love him, I love him, don't love him. <laughs> she just needs a daisy, doesn't she? She really oh. does. <laughs> as you're standing there and Dwayne's playing away, uh, Reggie is going to come over, like just sort of dancing and hold out his wings. For you to, to dance, like he's gonna take a bow and then he's gonna stand up and hold out a wing for you to dance with. <sighs> Gwendolyn is never one to turn down a dancing bird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like just got fuck it and is dancing and just uh, anything physical at the moment is what she, where she needs to be at. Dwayne lets out a hearty. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, as you as you watch Gwendolyn and Reggie twirl about the boat. It brings you it brings you a fair amount of joy. You start relaxing a little bit. And just at the point that you think, oh, okay, you know, this is this is a good mood, like music always lifts your spirits. Gwendolyn turns so that you can only see sort of Reggie as they sort of twirl around each other. And as Gwendolyn comes back around the other side, you just see Arthur in her place. <gasps> and then they carry on spinning and it's Gwendolyn again. When I see when, when I see Arthur, I let out an audible. Yeah! And then I just kinda sort of make it part of the tune try and like make it like somehow this is like is this where I come from this is this is this tune yeah everybody everybody it's a very unusual singing sort of style but I like it yeah do we all hear the scream David um Gina make a make an insight check as to whether or not you know that that is not the initial scream at least 16 16 yeah i'll say that you notice that the initial reaction is not 
is not part of the music. I'm going to do something I've been holding back on doing and I'm definitely going to cast Detect Thoughts on Dwayne. <gasps> Fuck me. Oh. oh, man. Just surface level, just surface level. So, Dwayne, what's going through your thoughts? Um, I think the spell, it doesn't mean intentions or purposes or any hidden secrets, just like mm-hmm. exactly what you're thinking about at that moment. It would be something like... Is he still there? Is he still there? Is he still there? Uh, and I'd be like leaning, so I'd be like sort of positioning myself so that I can kind of glance off the boat behind the ship. And then every time I see Gwendolyn, you, you probably have something to the end. My God, she's glowing! <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> During this, actually, Dwayne, make a make a perception check. That is a twenty-three. Twenty-three. No, you're quite happy. In fact, that. He does not seem to be on the horizon at all. He's nowhere near you. So whether or not you were seeing things beforehand, what that was all about, who knows. But the the being that was walking out onto the water is not still there. Which, whether or not that's comforting or not, who knows. <laughs> well, considering I just saw him on the boat, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think I do, what I see, what I see Juna, like, watching me? Yeah, actually, with, with that higher perception, yeah. Uh, you'll see that she's not necessarily dancing along with everybody else, but does seem to be have, have her eye trained on you. <laughs> Can I roll insight on her? Yes, please do. <laughs> that is... a seven. <laughs> seven, wow. <laughs> no. I mean, she's been fairly fairly frosty towards you anyway, so that's probably your reaction, is that, like, uh, she, does, she doesn't even want to dance to the music. That's how standoffish she's being. My dear, you're not dancing! Come on! Get, 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 a, get a little jig in your step! Come on! All right, I'll, I'll, I'll dance with you, Dwayne. I'd start, I'd start, yeah, I'd sort of dance over to Judah and start dancing. So <laughs> Judah starts jigging and says, Who's he? Who's this he that's on your mind then, Dwayne? <gasps> Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, okay. Do I know do I know what she's referring to with that? Would would hmm. She just said who's that who's this he who's I'm on your mind? Trying to remember what was on your spell list. Yeah, I'll say that yeah, you you do get the sense that piecing two and two together, the way she was staring at you. The the sort of the tone in her voice, you don't even need an insight check. She, you you get the sense that she's she's been in your head a little bit, perhaps. Okay. Who is it you're so scared, Dancy Dancy, of uh, of being on this boat, hey, Dwayne? Right? <laughs> hmm? Well, it's funny you ask. I, I, I would sort of stop and like lean in and say, I can't tell you here. If, if we can simply find a, a private spot together, I can explain everything. Gwendolyn is in great danger. We need to get the boat to move as fast as possible. Can I insight check him again? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, Dwayne, if you'd like to make a persuasion or a deception, whichever it is. Ah, natural 20! Yes. Okay. <laughs> Does that feed up? Do, uh, well, I guess, yeah, I guess with your insight roll. Because, yeah, I got a, I got a 20, but not a natural 20. Mm-hmm. You would, I guess you would know that Dwayne is lying about at least part of what he's saying. He, there definitely is some kind of panic. There's something that he's not telling you. But it, I guess it would be very questionable whether or not Gwendolyn specifically is in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does want to talk to you privately, but it, it's that, like, the, the Gwendolyn part of it is very suspect. Okay. After the dancing later on? Yes? Yeah, when, whenever, whenever is best for your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe when you're done here, these lots seem to be enjoying this and well, I might as well finish now I've started, hey? So she's looking some dancing <laughs> awkwardly with Dwayne. <laughs> I'm gonna dance back over to Gwendolyn and say, <laughs> Gwen! Let you and me throw down like the old times, shall we? <laughs> sure, why not? Hmm? Uh, thank you, Reggie. You're an excellent dancer. Uh, Reggie, I'm gonna say Reggie like holds out a uh, talon and I get on Reggie's back so that I'm like at an acceptable height to be able to actually dance with you. <laughs> okay, guys, try this on the size and I will teach it. <laughs> good, good luck with that, David. I know, right? Why do you do this to me, Chris? I really enjoy David like shaking his head and going, why? <laughs> so much music. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> now we're on a loot. Oh no. The oh, score. You throw Fabulosa at us or throw you something back. <laughs> Dwayne puts his hurdy gurdy away and is just dancing. <laughs> like, I've been playing this thing far too much today. This <laughs> <laughs> so, so could really be a burden on, on someone somewhere. <laughs> I think Dwayne's my new favourite character. That's all I'm saying. So you all finish off dancing. Look, there, I ended the music. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you, you all separate down out again. Um, somebody starts preparing some food as it's sort of getting toward dinner time. The uh, the sun is is going down. It's sort of five, six in the evening by this, po- this point. So it's it's not quite dark yet. But with the, uh, the sun, the clear sky, uh, the sun sort of reflecting off of the water is giving the, the whole area around you this sort of like purple, orangey, glow which is is very comforting Hmm. Dwayne why don't you help me prepare the dinner oh I can finally uh, learn how to cook (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh do you want to do that below deck or up on deck Dwayne oh well you're the chef you tell me I'll come wherever you need uh should we should we have a barbecue (laughs) (laughs) sounds lovely I know, right? I don't know. Along with the punching bag, the horse. <laughs> no, no. Are we actually just on ship. a cruise? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you guys. I'm going to the casino. Right. <laughs> we'll play shuffleboard with the old timers. Be back in a bit. We should go and see the evening show, my dear. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the two of you uh, head off toward like the back end of the ship, uh, whilst everyone else sort of makes their way around. So we'd start cooking. I tell you what, why don't you? I'm assuming I've taken some stuff out of our rations. Mm-hmm. And Hallie, Hallie sort of contributed a little bit cool. of, of like sort of some beef jerky and stuff that was on the boat anyway right. for you to use. We'll have some, uh, shall, we, shall we make some shish kebabs, Dwayne? <laughs> sounds delicious, yes. yes. As I'm sort of showing you how to do the shish kebabs, I'm like, so uh, mm. Dwayne, what was it you wanted to say? There are forces in this world that are incredibly dangerous to those of us who, who seek to travel the path of light. You see, and you and your friends are, you are good people, I can already tell, and and I do my best to be good, and I fear that there is some kind of evil force pursuing us. I think it is the same force that may have, that may have done in the Vondales, and... And I wish for... I, I wish to escape it as, as, as quickly as possible. And you, you see, as I was looking out on the water, I saw some kind of spectral being, a monster 
it was running on all fours across the waves towards the ship. And as I looked, I saw it fix its its evil gaze on Gwendolyn. I think whatever it is, it's coming after us specifically for Gwendolyn. And what did it look like, this creature? It looked like a a six-legged, bovine sort of creature. It had horns, it had a, a long snout, but inside of its, its maw were large, sharp teeth. It, fangs, even. It had a mouth full of fangs, glowing red eyes, a pair of tiny little wings. The wings, I don't know, I think they were just there for atmosphere. But the rest of it looked entirely functional. I saw seven cow tails trailing behind it, each with a flame at the end. Have you ever heard of a, of a ghost cow? <laughs> what is this? David, have I ever heard of a ghost cow? <laughs> you can make a history on our car to check if you like. <laughs> Please be No, it's not. It's uh, 12. No, unfortunately, I mean, you've heard of ghosts, you've heard of cows. I mean, it kind of makes sense that you can have ghost cows. This sounds even worse than a normal ghost. <laughs> I haven't, but that sounds horrible. Their evil moo echoes across the moors. <laughs> it's one of the most frightening creatures under this, this blue sky of ours. Well, currently I guess it's black, but look, whatever you do, don't drink the milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um... Check him again. I feel like absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm so Dwayne, sorry, Jeremy. A... So Juna does not trust Dwayne at all. Juna doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. This is probably her highest count of insight checks yeah. in an episode. Yeah, in one yeah. session, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, that's a twenty-six for me. <sighs> Why do I bother? <laughs> Ghost cows. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It sounds incredibly believable. And especially with like the whole ghost cowl image mm. floating about your head. Okay, I, I won't I I will stay away from milk. We must all keep on our guard. If that thing gets onto the ship, we must position ourselves between it and Gwendolyn at all costs. The last time I checked, I mm. could no longer see it. On the water. How do we know it's there then? That's the thing. I don't know if it's still behind us <gasps> or if it may have found its way aboard already. I'm going to spend as much time next to Gwendolyn as, as physically possible so that I can throw myself in front of her with my body if necessary. Oh, oh, well, should I be looking out for something or, or just ready for this ghost cow to attack? If you hear, if you hear a, a bell ring, a cowbell ring, uh-huh. you don't see any bell. If you... Smell hay. Smell hay. If you hear a, if you hear a clip clop, it seems to come from nowhere. All right, clip clop, bell, hay. I will listen out for all of those things. I love Gwendolyn with all my heart. I would never want anything to happen to her, Dwayne. I might have got the wrong impression of you. I think this is a very caring thing you're doing for our Gwen. Well, it's it's the least I can do. After what I put her through, well, not intentionally, you see, it's entirely incidental, but. I, I do feel great shame for how how much she must have suffered in my absence. And and I appreciate you saying this. 
your name is Juna, yes? Yes. Well, Juna, I consider you a true friend and ally in this difficult time, and, and I hope that I can count upon you to do what needs to be done, should it come to fisticuffs. Or fist of hooves, I suppose. I consider you a, a, a fair enough young man who I abide. Well, that's the best I can hope for. <laughs> as, the, as you carry on talking, just behind the two of you, sort of you're, you're cooking away, you just hear a cowbell. What? <laughs> I'll be going to Gwendolyn now. <laughs> and it's very close. Uh, and as you turn around to, to see if there's a cow, there's not. But on the deck are the words, Why did you leave me? Written in tar, perhaps? It's hard to say. Black sticky liquid on the deck. Cow has gained human speech. (laughs) It's worse than I feared. It's it's a sentient ghost cow. Now, Dwayne, have you left someone else? Have you left a ghost cow? What? Have you abandoned a ghost cow? Is this what's going on? What? What is the meaning of this? I don't know. We should ask Gwendolyn. Yes, let's ask Gwendolyn. Is she near? Gwen, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gwenny. Whilst Dwayne and Junior have been cooking, what's everybody else been up to? I'm probably sat next to um, Myra this whole time. Mm-hmm. So you decided to uh, trust Dwayne very quickly. Well, he's very trustworthy, Enkidu. <laughs> I mean, you're quite trustworthy. You're just a little bit scary. <laughs> okay, fine. In a sort of protectory way, in I wouldn't want to fight you. You're very brave. Obviously, you know that. You know that I think that you're very brave. Yeah, I. Yeah, I've heard you say thank you, but um, he didn't really do anything to earn your trust. We you know, effectively saved you from that elemental, and you were still wary of those. So, what made you? What made him so trustworthy so quickly? I don't know what it is. It's just something about him, don't you think? No. Do you not trust him? No. Oh, I think he's very nice. He said lots of lovely things about Gwendolyn and, and how he felt about her. And then he called me pretty, and I quite like that. Yeah, but what has he done for you? Have you forgotten so quickly what, what effect it's had on Gwendolyn? How does Gwendolyn look? She, I imagine she's not far from us. Yeah, Gwendolyn, have you carried on working out? I've, I've, you... Yeah, I've, I've done a bit more working out, but I'm also starting to calm down, to redress, and I'm kind of trying to make myself look as good as possible. I'm trying to calm and just kind of going, okay, may, maybe I should try something different with my hair, maybe. Um, oh, I can't remember how he liked me wearing it before. Oh. Uh, no, no, I shouldn't wear it the way he likes it. But maybe I don't. She just, she's having like that, like... Hmm struggle that into yeah, yeah like she she wants to look good but she doesn't want to try too hard because she doesn't want him to know that she's trying yeah. necessarily so she wants to look casually like she didn't spend hours trying to look good can't relate to it in real life <laughs> don't know what i'm talking about enkidu i think if you don't like him i think that's probably because you're a little bit jealous of how gwendolyn's acting um you know what it's fine you can believe whatever you want but uh the truth is, he's... Well, I don't know. I'm only nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't play that card. Don't play that card. I've known <laughs> youths about your age that know, that are well aware of how they are and what they know. But I'm so young. Oh, yeah, sure. And you're so young and you don't know anything, but I can ace this You don't know text. anything, in Oh, you don't know anything, but you invented an exo power soup thing that shoots energy blasts. Well, yes, but that's incredibly straightforward. Oh, it's incredibly straightforward. Not many nine-year-olds I know could do what you could do. You're well, no, not just... many nine-year-olds are as smart as me. No, I agree. You're very smart in that regard. But the, the difference is experience, isn't it? 
And uh, Gwendolyn's having a bit of an experience where she's trying her best to figure out what she wants and how she feels. And Dwayne is making that very difficult. So you're saying that even though he's very, very nice, even though he has a lot of emotions... I think the word is charming. A lot of it, it's very yes, he's very charming. And right. even though he has a lot of emotions, that he hmm, perhaps is, is not that nice. Maybe. The possibility exists. I'm not going to... Now that I see him up close and I've met him, I think I know less about him than I thought I did. So I'm reserving judgment until something presents itself. I'm not so quick to trust him just yet. I mean, that's very, that's very wise of you, Enkidu. So maybe there are some things about where we're going and what we want to do that you want to keep in your pocket for now, even from us, just to protect yourself. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I've told you a lot now, but... But maybe other people, I maybe won't tell them as much. Do you think it was wrong to tell Dwayne? Um, I wouldn't say it was wrong. I just want to make sure you're careful about who you tell what. Okay. Well, thank you for protecting me, Enkidu. Like, in the fight, obviously, but also just looking out for me. That's, that's really quite appreciated. Sure. You're welcome. But you do think he's handsome at least, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. All right, and I go up and walk off <laughs> to talk to Guy. <laughs> Uh, Oren, what have you been up to during this? Yeah, I, I think at, at some point he's gone up to Guy to be like, is he a good bard? He's the best bard. And I'm just looking at my reflection in the water. <laughs> yes. What? Nah, I'm just messing with you, buddy. And I'm going to turn around and be like, yeah. And I'm just like lean back with my elbows against the uh, the frame of the boat with my sort of feet straight, just enjoying the, the feel of the of the ship on the water. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the guy is a dazzling personality. Personally, I'm liking the whole aesthetic he's got going on. But you know what? When push comes to shove, he has got a musical talent. Yeah? Not gonna lie. I mean, it kind of looked like he was just winding a little box. But, I mean, if if that's the musical talent, then fair enough. (laughs) Listen, buddy. I have worked with some of the world's greatest musicians. And you know what? There is a technical aspect you could... Play the lute or the flute or whatever instrument you want in the world as best as you can. But there's that it factor. There's that star factor. There's the, like, X factor. And I look at that guy, I see nothing but X. I see nothing but it. I see nothing but star. And it's driving me insane. (laughs) He's He's certainly got something, hasn't he? I don't know what it is, but he's got something. I mean, the guy is, like, just, like, he is magnetizing. You gotta admit it, like, wherever you are, like, you're just thinking, whatever he is, he's on something great. He's on something big. I just, I don't know. You've clearly realized that, like, Guy is quite infatuated with his, this guy. Um, he's, like, clearly, like, taken his, like, whole sort of being as a person and is just mm. sort of, like, almost idolizing it. But then at the same time thinking, oh, it just, just doesn't, like, does something just doesn't fit, does not right, but he wants to, and he's just, yeah. So the moment, like, from that answer that you just got, you just know that he's a bit conflicted, but there's a definite admiration for this guy. What about you? What do you think of him? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. David, can I roll an insight on him just to just to see what I've, what I've kind of picked up of Dwayne during the yeah, course of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been... Absolutely. Just a general kind of like, oh, 19. 19, um... I mean, especially with all of the roles that, that Jeremy's been making. Um, yeah, he seems very genuine, actually. Like, yeah. he seems heartbroken to have lost Gwendolyn for a time. Um, 
he seems he does seem to be working the charm a bit yeah you think but at the same time like you can't fault him he seems he seems genuine i'm gonna be honest guy like i was coming here prepared to hate the guy and he seems he seems pretty you know i don't know pretty on it pretty he seems like a pretty good guy guy <laughs> yeah um yeah I, yeah i know i know exactly what you mean any i mean he's not my you know he's not my usual type but like something about the blue hair and that i mean mm-hmm. you know like that smile and uh, he's charming okay. isn't he he is charming that's true i'm just gonna back it up for a second yep. what's your usual type <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know i prefer something a bit more soldiery usually <laughs> Okay, go on. <laughs> and now, like, he's just gonna like lean his elbow on the on 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 the um on whatever railing is on the side of the ship, and just put his chin on his uh on his hands, and just be like, pray tell. Oh no! Oh, oh no! There's nothing much to tell, really. Oh, j- oh. It's during this that uh, Junior and Dwayne start calling everybody over. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn like runs really quickly um, up to where they are but then like when she gets closer she like slows down like as if she was cash but she's like totally there before everyone else and she may have used her monk skills to be even faster Dwayne <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sees her and says my dear you were glowing before and you look no less beautiful now that you're more fully clothed and <laughs> have done your hair differently you changed it Oh, oh, this! Oh, this is just you know the way that I do it. Sometimes you know it's really casual. Um, it, it took me no time at all. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. I mean, it looks like you put an incredible amount of effort into it, and I, I just have to say, I respect the fact that you care so much about your appearance that you you put effort into it. I, I uh, as you may have guessed, I'm, I'm a man who respects appearances. So. Uh, yes, yes, you you always look um. Fantastic. Uh, sorry, um, w- what did you need help with? Oh, yes, sorry, I got lost in your eyes. Um, uh, gather round, people, wherever you roam. There is something rotten here, okay? In the boat. Possibly. Well, I mean, do we need to replace possibly. it? Like, Well, here's the thing. Did you see the words? Did you see the words? What? What words? Juna what points words? with her quarterstaff as if, like, assisting Dwayne. <laughs> as everyone looks, Dwayne press digitates, so everyone just kind of hears, bum, 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 He is a good bard. <laughs> Dwayne says, I do believe there is something evil aboard this ship. Well, and you, my dear, uh, as I turn to Gwendolyn, you, my dear, I fear, are its target. Its primary target. Oh. Juno Minor Illusions, another bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I didn't even see him go for his hurdy gurdy. <laughs> Are you sure you're not a bum? <laughs> so. Why would it be after me, Dwayne? Well, I don't know. Tell me. Uh, Gwenny. Dwayne. Have you ever had any run ins with any animals of a bovine persuasion? <laughs> No, I suppose the closest would be the deer. <gasps> oh, dear. Now, now, my dear. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> deer have hooves. Yes. 
Yes. And cows also have hooves. Yes. I, I believe the term is ungulates. Don't ask me where I got that word from. <laughs> but I feel as though it's a magical classification, my dear. Anyway, <laughs> it is entirely possible that these deer that you may have had your run-in with. You, you mentioned deer earlier, didn't you? Yes, zombie, zombie deer, yes. Zombie deer. I killed Undead. them. Undead. Yes. Dwayne turns to Juna and nods. The undead. <laughs> undead connection. My dear, it is entirely possible that upon the re-death of these undead deer, that their vengeful spirits contacted some of their fellow hooved brethren. Oh. I fear that you are being haunted <sighs> by a ghost cow. What? A ghost cow? A ghost cow. I, I support myself by, as I say that, everybody hears. No, I know it sounds ridiculous, but Mr. Fabulosa has explained it and it actually makes a lot of sense. No, you're Mr. right, guys. It sounds utterly believable. Ah. <laughs> don't milk it, don't milk it. Shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> I think I've heard those jokes before. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? I, I'm a bit confused. It does sound kind of hard to believe, but if you believe, Juna, what's going on, a ghost cow, uh, and it's on this ship, you think it's we dangerous? It might not be on this ship. It might just be following this ship. What is it with this ship and weird animals, okay? No, uh, it's not weird animals. Cover your it's ears, him. Cover your ears. No, it's him. Look, I've had enough of this. Ever since you showed up, Gwendolyn's been in all in a in a state. You show up, June, Miss Septhorn has a go at you, and how how have you managed to work your magic to turn her to your side? What are you up to? What are, what is your game? Oh, no, Miss I'm not on his side. I just think he has a point with this particular thing. What a ghost cow! A ghost cow! After all we've been through, we're on guard for a ghost bloody cow. I mean, we have fought an undead owlbear. And an undead deer. We're on the bloody ship, in the middle of water. A ghost cow. Ghosts can fly. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> David, with my magical experience, do, I, do ghosts fly? <laughs> uh, make an arcana check. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, what God. I want. Guys, we just have to think, what's at stakes here? Oh. oh. <laughs> 21 on my arcana undead cow, can they fly check. <laughs> um, I mean... You've heard of ghosts, you've read about them as an actual thing. Yes, some ghosts have been seen to fly. Have you necessarily read about a ghost cow? No. <laughs> but, I mean, again, it sounds believable. Juna seems convinced. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, ghosts, check. Flying, check. Ghost cow. <laughs> Don't know. What's this writing? What's this? Yeah, the, qu the question is, how did the, like, what did you do to the ghost cow, Dwayne? What did I do? Why did you leave me? You know about this ghost cow. Yeah. You have a habit of leaving people. And so why did you leave the ghost cow? I've never been with a cow. <laughs> What's this? What's this all about? I know I seem like a horny fellow, but I assure you <laughs> I've never been with a cow. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. As... Sort of, you're pointing down at the words, Juno. Again, all of you hear the sound of a cowbell. There it is! <laughs> this time, it's a little bit more distant. In fact, it seems to be coming from under your feet. I summoned a packed weapon. I'm like, I don't like this. 
Where's Mira? I summon a whip into my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Myra, Myra's, um, she's still up on deck. She's sort of just sort of loitering behind the group at the moment. Uh, sure, Myra, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Myra, stay close. Uh, Dwayne is going to stand next to position himself near Gwendolyn and say, Stay close to me, my dear. We'll face this danger together. Yes. Any ghost cow cannot take us on. Dwayne, what else can you tell us about this ghost cow? Because it might be below deck right now. Well, uh, it, uh, it, it is particularly dangerous to the person that it is chasing. It it will not stop unless it's defeated or destroyed. Uh, uh, and uh, it's incredibly scary. It can also, uh, Dwayne thinking very quickly, can take other forms. Its base form is that of a cow, but it can reshape its spectral energies to to resemble other beings, even even humanoids. I've heard, like the faceless footman. Yes, you heard. You know of the faceless footman. Yeah, where is Halley at the moment? Uh, Halley's still toward the the front of the ship at the wheel. She is sort of like half aware of this conversation happening at the back of her boat, but she's like, what? <laughs> Like you can see that, like she's like like white knuckled, like trying to steer this ship. <laughs> she's like, she's getting more and more stressed. <laughs> David, can I ask um, a question that I feel I need to get on a t-shirt now? Where's Bessie? <laughs> Bessie's Bessie's below deck. Holy shit! A guy is gonna run downstairs. Whoa, 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 guy! Wait, whoa. don't stop by yourself. <laughs> Yep, I will um, run after the guy. <laughs> you, uh, the two of you, sort of start, start, and the group of you start edging your way down the, uh, the the little rung ladders downstairs. Gaius sees it first. Orin sort of coming down the second ladder shortly after. Bessie is where you parked her on the boat. <laughs> she does look a little bit panicked. It does worry you because as you're coming down the ladder, you can just hear like hoofprints, the sounds of like clopping on wood, and it's just Bessie. It's okay. But then, as you do reach the bottom of the steps, Gaius, you see a halfling. Another halfling. Dark skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. Stood by the crate of batteries. And he's lifted the lid off. And then Orin gets to the bottom of the steps. Sees this same person. And the man just throws the whole lot onto the floor. You both make a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god! Oh no. Cool. Yep, that's a natural two. Oh no! For a four. 21. Oh. 21. Oh, amazing. Um, and next, can somebody make one for Bessie? You son of a bitch. Oh no. Come on, Chris, it's going to be you rolling for Bessie. Yep. Yeah. No one else can for Bessie. Yeah. I roll a 16, guys. So, um, there is a massive explosion. <gasps> Orin and, and Gaius are both thrown back up the steps. Uh, Orin, you take 16 points of force damage. <laughs> Gaius, you just take 8. And so does Bessie, and she only takes 8. But as you're sort of thrown back up the steps, and everybody's sort of about to come down afterwards, you just get this, like, rush of wind come up. Everyone left on deck, you can see a slight crack just past the mast in the top deck. And then in the hold, where Gaius and Orin are stood. Orin pulling himself back up. You can just see these bursts of elemental energy start to form and coagulate and, and ricochet as bolts of lightning start like blasting out of them. Fire seems to rise up. And that's where we're in tonight's episode. Oh, 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 oh my 
my god. Ooh, wow. At least who's telling the truth about being in danger? <laughs> yeah. David, I'm yeah. so sorry about the music. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Please, dude. just be easy on us. I'm sorry. I'll take it back now. No, can... no, no, no. I love making the sarcastic comments. Why did I fill the deck safe, bro? I didn't say anything about music. Why are you oh, punishing no. us like this? And uh, if you want, uh, if you're just left on so much of a uh, cliffhanger after that, why don't you go and check out another D&D podcast. Uh, Jeremy, I've forgotten. What's the name of your podcast? It's called, uh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. It is called Three Black Halflings. Brilliant. Go and listen to Three yeah. Black Halflings right now to fill in the gap between this cliffhanger and what is going to happen next. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter at, at TB Halflings and also Facebook and also Instagram, all at, at TB Halflings. Uh, and yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Do it. it. Nice. That's yeah, pretty much it. They're more than just it. They're amazing. Yeah. They yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then check them out on Dragon Talk. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we were on Dragon <laughs> Talk. Yeah, yeah. We, I was on twice. I they did an interview with me, and then we, they did an interview with all three of us. Oh, yeah. They're both good. They're both good. Yeah. The second <laughs> one is all, the one with all of us is a lot funnier, but uh, they're both pretty good. You have been listening to David Knight. As your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, Vicky Gaskin as Juna, and special guest Jeremy Cobb as Dwayne Fabulosa. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.